Happy 4th of July, and thanks for joining us this week on the Power 5 Podcast. My name is Kevin. Every week, we take a topic and rank it, starting with five, and take it all the way down to one. This week, we will tackle the impossible task of ranking our favorite patriotic movies, Christian. And joining me, as always, we've got Christian, Colin, and we've got the Todd Father joining us again. Gentlemen, welcome to the pod. And let me ask you this. The hot dog is a classic 4th of July food item. What do you call the meat portion of the hot dog? A weenie, a wiener, a frank? A hot dog. <laughs> it's a hot dog. The whole thing is a hot dog. Yes. First of all, who is this beautiful bald man, Todd, the pod god in the house? And Kevin Sorbo looking good over here and nothing but a white tee. Colin tuning in live from Nathan's hot dog eating contest like Kobayashi. Nom, 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 nom. I actually call it a wiener, Kevin, just FYI for all the fans. Yeah, I can't bring myself to do it. Call it a hot dog. It's a hot dog. Really? What if you take it out of the bun, though? What does it do? What do you call it? Still a hot dog. <laughs> Still a hot dog. Really? You know, the reason why I brought this up is because I was at the rabbi and Miss Jean's house the other night, and we were having hot dogs. I call it a weenie. They call it. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it, get it out, man. They call it a <laughs> Kevin, what does skins call it? They call, they call it, weenie it bun. a wiener. Weenie bun. Yeah. Wait, hey, wait, what, parents, who calls I, it a wiener? I grew up calling it a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> my parents call it a weenie. Hey, but you know what? We buy the all beef hot dogs or the all beef weenies. Ballpark. And if, if you actually look on the wrapper, I think it calls it a Frank, a Frankfurter. Is that That's kosher? A shout, out to Ryan. That's a shout, shout out to Ryan Smith. Oh, is that the name of his dog? Uh, now it's an old college <laughs> joke, man. We just call them beef. <laughs> we call them beef franks. What's your favorite though? Is it it's ballpark one? Oh no! Wait, no what are we Hebrew, making tonight, guys? Hebrew, Hebrew national. national. Hebrew national, no doubt about that. Guys, what are we ranking tonight? Hot dog? Oh my gosh. Hey, this is off the off the rails, man, uh, in a crazy way. Hey, but listen, the impossible task, like I said, Christian, ranking our favorite <laughs> patriotic movies of all time. It's impossible. Man. But hey, we're gonna do this. Is, this is getting me excited. Cold chills. I mean, USA, red, white, and blue. That's what we're talking here on this week's episode. Y'all ready to get to it? I've got Christian coming. And obviously leading us off, Colin second, Todd third, and then I will close this out in the four hole. Love it. Let's go, fellas. Number five. All right, guys, it's July 4th. We're talking about patriotic movies. So for me, this is a movie that really builds itself around America, tradition, values. It's a movie that I would want to watch around July 4th and normally do. Uh, it's got to have something patriotic to it. It doesn't necessarily you know, have to be a war movie, but there may be some movies similar to that that give you that feeling of freedom and America because that's what we're doing here, folks. So coming in at number five, the year is 2004. This one might be a little off the grid. This flick grossed $347.5 million. It's a story about a guy you may have heard of named Benjamin Franklin Gates, an American historian and treasure hunter played by none other than Nicolas Cage. He meets up with his old childhood friend and that guy's like, let's go steal the Declaration of Independence. Nothing says America like a little treasure hunt. Call it national treasure coming in at number five. You got Justin Bartha from The Hangover, John Voight, ladies and gentlemen, 
But we all know Nick Cage steals the show. Let's kick it off with National Treasure at number five. Nick Cage up the gate. <laughs> Nick Cage up the gate, baby. Please stick with us for all the other ones, too. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Don't tune me that, out yet. And what a classic, classic movie. I love it. It is off the grid, but I like the pick. Solid America, baby. Sure. Thank you. Um, similar to Christian, my criteria really focused on probably more <laughs> themes uh, that we associate with America than necessarily like the 4th of July or something like that. Uh, sacrifice, duty, honor, obviously some more stuff in there. That's kind of what I frame most of my picks around. Coming in at number five for me, a little bit of a chick flick slash war movie. Uh, I'm going with the 2001 Pearl Harbor movie. Ben Affleck, Josh Hartnett stars Rafe and Danny. You know, they fall in love with the same girl, but it's the story of Pearl Harbor ultimately. $140 million budget, uh, grossed $198 million. Uh, so a pretty decent performing movie there. Although it does get some some criticism and, and some hate uh, from reviews, but going Pearl Harbor number five. Yeah, I like it. I, I definitely saw that coming up on a list, probably yours. I remember it getting some hate, and I feel like I'm, most of the reviews are upset because of, you know, sometimes they'll say that it wasn't historically accurate or there were some things made up. But I don't know about you guys, but I'm okay with a movie not sticking true to form, and I can appreciate just the entertainment value of a, of a movie, even if it's not perfectly historically accurate. For sure. Oh, yeah. And it took place 60 years later, you know, from the actual event. So, I mean, they were going to miss something, right? No doubt. (laughs) Correct. It's a movie. Yeah, just work with me. Take your shirt off. (laughs) Todd. (laughs) So, for me, I I have kind of the same thought pattern. Like, uh, I think one of my five, only one of them is maybe like a true war movie. But they do all invoke some patriotism as you watch them and with number five for me uh we're going to take it back to 1998 in the movie armageddon you know stellar cast uh you got billy bob thornton bruce willis ben affleck Liv tyler uh i mean great cast there i think i saw that it the budget was like 140 million grossed 553 and so the idea is that there is an asteroid headed towards earth and they decided that the way to to deal with that is to drill into it and detonate a nuclear bomb. And, of course, because we're all still here, that means they were successful and we all lived through it. Great, great movie. And one I've watched over and over. I, like, Kevin, I don't watch a lot of movies over and over, but it's one that I'll I'll watch over and over if it's on. Todd, great movie. Better soundtrack. Can I get a clip of a little uh, Steven Tyler? Oh, I don't. Sorry, a little throat issues. Today. Miss you, babe, and I don't want to miss a Is there a better <laughs> yeah, car concert song? I don't think there is, personally. <laughs> yeah. Give us a little hey, yeah, give it, yeah, how about that? That's an episode that you've been wanting to do. It really car isn't, concert. but I thought I would throw it out there. <laughs> and listen, Todd, you can't spell Liv Tyler without L-I-V, the awesome new golf tour. So I just there want to shout go. that out to the Saudis. <laughs> maybe get a little money there, a little dirty money. Hey, off the grid, I like to pick Armageddon, man. Anything that that I don't see coming, I think, is uh, a pretty solid pick and, and unique. All right. Not An sure asteroid if, headed towards right. Earth? That's right. <laughs> so my criteria for 
July the 4th or patriotic movies is exactly, you know, similar to you guys. Just anything that gives me pride for being an American and making me excited, pulling hard for the USA. So I'm a little bit all over the place on my movies here, man. I've got some sports movies. I've got some thrillers. I've got some classic feel good stuff right here. So that's, that's pretty much my criteria. Just anything that gives me pride for, for America and coming in here at number five is actually a movie repeat and a movie repeat from our movie season two series that we're doing right now a movie has got to be or anything's got to be pretty solid for me to re-rank it because I, I i like to avoid that if, if at all possible but this movie is a classic some would say it's their favorite movie of all time 1994 budget of 55 million brought in 678 million starring tom hanks and gary sinise we've got forrest gump yet again i mean this is just Americana at its finest. You've got a kid that's got some physical limitations. He's not considered very smart, but yet he turns into an Olympian, a veteran, an all-American football player. He gets the Medal of Honor. He becomes a dad. He's wholesome. He's proud. He does everything right. And it just makes you proud to, to, you know, be American because that's just essentially the American dream. But man, let me tell you this. You know, I'm always going to throw some facts at you. So Tom Hanks actually opted not to get a salary for this particular movie. He said, I want a percentage of whatever it brings in from the box office, which turned out to be a good move from his part. He ended up making about 60 million from Forrest Gump due to taking a percentage of the box office cut. So that was a smart move wow. by Tom Hanks. But how about this, <laughs> Ryan? Tom Hanks, the fifth choice. For Forrest Gump, John Travolta turned it down. Chevy ah, Chase turned it down. What? Bill Murray Chip turned it down. <laughs> the author, the author of Forrest Gump, wanted John Goodman. Also, Robin Wright, Robin Wright, fourth choice for Jenny. Jodie Foster turned it down. Demi Moore turned it down. Nicole Kidman turned it down. Hey, forget about what about Bubba? Okay, Ice Cube turned no. it down. David Allen Greer turned it down. <laughs> and last but not least, Dave Chappelle. Turned down Bubba as Who well. Who is laughing now? Hey, wow. Tom Hanks has confirmed that a sequel script exists. They just haven't went into production yet. So that'd be kind of cool. Starring Forrest Colin Gump, Hanks. number five, America. Man, Forrest Gump. Or, you know, when he gets shot and he eats ice cream, they were going to call it Sorest Rump. I don't know if you guys heard that. Uh <laughs> Is that a dinosaur on Jurassic Park? <laughs> it might as well be. And I'm Chris Splat. Good pick, Kevin. You know, that is one of those films that like, I mean, gosh, it should be on an all-time list for any film, right? I mean, what a great movie, great soundtrack. I mean, it's going to be one of those that's in the vault of like, you know, 50 years from now. We're like, have you seen Forrest Gump? What a right. great movie, man. And you're right. It's, it's America, baby. That's right. Well, anytime no. I start feeling good about something I accomplished, I watch that and feel <laughs> terrible because my man did everything there is to do I'm, in life, right? right? Right, exactly. I mean, he had some pretty cool Nikes and a sweet crew cut, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> number four. All right, guys, coming in at number four, you can't do a July 4th show <clears throat> on Independence Day without a movie called Independence Day. This movie is from 1996. Keep my wife's name out your mouth kevin it is will smith it is jeff goldblum bill pullman randy quaid this movie grossed 817.4 million 
1996. That's a lot of money, man. You know, movies do not pull that rank this day and age. And I got to give a shout out. You know, Will Smith was a U.S. Marine taking on aliens to save America. But Randy Quaid, you know, talk about the Vietnam War vet to make the ultimate sacrifice after being abducted by said aliens. He goes full-fledged, you know, freaking, you serious, Clark? He goes straight into the eye of that thing, baby, to save America. So give me Independence Day from 96, coming in at number four. Heard that, Christian. I anticipated that making a list. Didn't know exactly oh, yeah. who it would be, but yeah. anticipated it making a list. I remember seeing yeah, that at the theaters, but I think that was the only time I ever saw it. But I do remember loving it. I saw it at the old Bijou in Greenville. All uh, the people that are 60-plus like myself remember it. <laughs> yeah i was about nine or ten that was cool i think there was some foreshadowing in there because i'm pretty sure will smith punched an alien in the face like in that movie <laughs> <laughs> classic classic yeah you could say that <laughs> all right coming in at number four for me uh the only sports movie for me on the list and i'll i guess i'll get to what i was going to say in a minute but I'm going Rocky for uh, the 1985 release. You know, I think the Rocky movies fluctuate for me between, you know, probably this and, and the original Rocky is so which is my favorite. I think I tend to watch this one more where Rocky defeats Ivan Drago, you know, to kind of avenge Paulo Creed's death. If you didn't know some of those scenes, especially his training scenes filmed in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, but going Rocky four at number four. Love that. That was on my soundtracks uh, list last week. I mean, what a great soundtrack. I mean, nothing better than, you know, Sylvester Stallone, you know, beating Russia, you know, right, Putin? Yeah, right. Right. Like so many Cold War vibes there. One of my it is my favorite movie of all time. So you'll see that come back around here. How about that? Favorite Uh, movie of all time. Wow. Put it in the vault. Nostalgia and, you know just when I watched it, all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about that in a moment, but uh, what a great movie and a great soundtrack. Spoiler alert. Living in America. America. Well, James Brown. Good God, y'all. Get on off of that thing. (laughs) So good. So good. So for me, I'm going to go with Air Force One as my number four pick. You know, you can't get better than Harrison Ford for me uh, in that. That movie, you know, at the beginning of the movie, he talks about how he's the president, how we're not going to negotiate with terrorists. The flight ends up getting hijacked and he, uh, you know, he saves the day. And so uh, such a great movie for me. And just I enjoyed the uh, Harrison Ford in, in a lot of different things, like even uh, some of the 80s movies and stuff that we'll talk about, uh, you know, later on. But just watching that and and just the the vibe that I got from that movie, it really invoked some patriotism. Budget was $85 million, gross $315. Uh, really phenomenal movie, in my opinion. How about that? Air Force One. I remember that as a kid. Uh, I remember loving that movie, too. And, uh, you know, Harrison Ford, obviously, you know, we, we all know him from Star Wars, tons of uh, Indiana Jones. I mean, you name it. The guy was on fire. But I actually thought he was a great president. I don't know about y'all. Probably better than our current one. What do y'all say? <laughs> <laughs> Could, could not resist. Here we go. Hey, coming in at number four is a repeat already. Christian, I'm like you, man. I love National Treasure. The whole movie, I mean, it's an entertaining movie, but 
I get excited just when it has the Washington scenes, right? And you see all the different buildings that are in Washington and you've got Nicholas Cage spouting off all the historical facts. I mean, he, silence do good with Benjamin Franklin and all the signers, just the founding fathers. He, you know, gives a really inspirational, rousing speech on, on why he is going to steal the Declaration of Independence, right? I mean, if there is a, a good reason why, I guess it's to prevent the bad guys from stealing it. But um, anyways, just an incredible movie, man. Love that. Uh, there was a sequel that was also pretty good. The third one is apparently got a script as well, but yet to be in production. But love it. Love uh, Nicolas Cage and John Boyd in it. Hey, here's something you didn't know. When they would finish shooting for the day and, and filming, Nicolas Cage and Diane Kruger who played opposite him would all would go out into whatever town they were filming in, which I, I think they did a lot of it in South Dakota and they would sing karaoke and Nicholas Cage prefers the sex pistols rage against the machine and ACDC. How about that? How about that? Kevin uh, doesn't surprise me. Nicholas Cage is a, it's a great oh, actor of our time. Uh, I can't believe our film got 46% rotten tomatoes though, Kevin, that's a travesty, a national travesty. <laughs> And so was that accent. <laughs> I actually was like three feet from Nicolas Cage one time in Memphis at the Peabody Hotel where the ducks come down the elevator. <laughs> feet? Yeah. And you didn't just reach out? <laughs> no, hey, no. He was, <laughs> he was like right next to me. So it was when he was dating Lisa Marie Presley. And they both walked Dude. in and stood right beside me. Kind of a wild, no way. A wild moment. Is it- yeah. Is that where he got his name Memphis Reigns from Gone in 60 Seconds? Being oh, in that's Memphis, a great hanging movie. Out? Oh, I love I'm not movie. sure. I'm not sure. How about that? Top five Nick Cage movies coming soon, folks. Stick around. There you go. <laughs> Put the bunny back that? in the box. <laughs> Number three. All right, guys. We're talking about patriotic movies. And when Kevin came up with this idea, this was the first movie that came into my head. And I had to put it on the list. And that movie is none other than The Patriot. What a great title for a movie. The year was 2000. And my parents would not let me see Scary Movie. (laughs) And so I had to go see The Patriot instead. And boy, am I glad I did. This movie grossed 215 mil which had a pretty high budget, but still it recouped its earnings there. Mel Gibson, obviously leader of the pack there. Captain Benjamin Martin, a veteran of the French and Indian War. Homeboy was a widow with seven kids. He's called to Charleston to vote in the SC General Assembly. Like, honestly, you know, South Carolina setting, you know, Heath Ledger, ladies and gentlemen, everyone knows him as the Joker from the Dark Knight. T's and P's. Just a just an all around, you know, solid patriotic type movie. You know, it's another one of those that just, you know, it, it invokes history and, and patriotism and, and ladies and gentlemen, it's the Patriot coming in at number trace. Love the pick. I imagine it'll be back. It'll be back. Greatest. <laughs> greatest upset of all time. Yeah. Heath Ledger, right? Immortality. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nice pick. Too soon. All right, coming in at number three for me, this is a movie that I think I've only seen twice, maybe even once, but it left that big of an impression on me. I think it's a vastly underrated movie. Maybe we see it on another list tonight. I don't know. I'm going Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Mm -hmm. the 2016 film. Andrew Garfield plays Desmond Doss, who was an Army medic. 
I believe, it, at least at this point, he was the only conscientious objector to win the Medal of Honor. You know, wouldn't carry a weapon into combat, wouldn't, uh, you know, didn't believe in killing someone. Uh, great film if you haven't seen it. $40 million budget, gross $67 million in the U.S. and Canada. Hacksaw Ridge, number three. Vince Vaughn, right? I think he is in that movie. I think he makes yeah. a small role in there. What's I, the not, I have not seen that one, but I, I did see it on some list when I were when I was looking up some rankings. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Again, like, but I like Andrew Garfield, and I've heard it multiple times now on the pod from Colin. So I got some homework. So do you guys? Hex Worth a watch for yes, sure. Like definitely, it. definitely. Number three for me. Uh, this is a repeat as well. Forrest Gump. You know, for me, man, it just like it's just a journey through history, right? And so many different things. As we alluded to earlier, you know, nobody's accomplished more than that guy. College football star, Vietnam vet, shrimp boat cap, captain, you know, the American dream to the hilt. And uh, soundtrack A++. So oh, many yeah. good songs. Plus, plus, plus. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, just a couple weeks ago, listened to it on, on my drive home. And so good. And it also is just full of one-liners that you can, can pull out. You know, good dad jokes, all that, all that stuff. I use the Lieutenant Dan ice cream thing all the time on my kids. Come know. on, let me hear you do it. Let me I hear you do hear it. it. I, I, hear I don't it. know if I can pull it out. It's ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> can they come sit hey, with my me? Fa- my, one of my favorite lines is when they're walking in Vietnam and Forrest Gump says, when I was in Vietnam, Lieutenant Dan would tell us to get down, shut up. Get down. Shut up. <laughs> You know, my favorite line, a lot of people don't remember this, is uh, when his mom goes in there with the teacher. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what's happening in there? (laughs) 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 Sorry. Sorry. But, Todd, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in you because he played football for the University of Alabama. I know. I know. And that is an automatic disqualifier for you. Yeah, usually, usually, yes, yes. I think my favorite line is when he's when he's running. You know, he just starts running and runs forever. Yeah, and, uh, I just started says, running. Yeah, feeling kind of tired. <laughs> think I'll go home now. That's what I say every day at work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, All fantastic right, movie. Love it. Number three, guys, for me is a classic war movie i mean possibly people's favorite movie out there man we've got saving private ryan 1998 movie budget was 75 million brought in 485 million just an extremely intense world war ii emotional roller coaster obviously tom hanks is phenomenal in it matt damon is phenomenal in it it was actually based on a a true story uh, by a family of brothers called the Neelan brothers. And they thought that three brothers had passed away. Turns out only two of them actually passed away. Uh, A third or a second alive brother was actually found in Burma. But here's you a couple nuggets with this, man. I guarantee you, you didn't know this. Garth Brooks was offered to play the praying sniper, Private Jackson. Do y'all remember the guy that says a prayer right before he pop somebody off do y'all remember that guy right all right so garth brooks was offered that that role from steven spielberg garth brooks apparently told steven spielberg i don't want to play second fiddle to tom hanks and so spielberg's like fine and dropped him just like that 
And so anyways, I thought that was a, a crazy nugget. I had never heard that, but Saving Private Ryan, what an incredible movie. Obviously, my one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie is when the general of the military reads Lincoln's Bixby letter and he tells his his commanders, look, we're going to get that guy. You know, this this young man is alive. He's out there and we're going to bring him home. Um, but what an incredible movie. I love it. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. How about that? Tom Hanks living rent free, ladies and gentlemen. Crushing this podcast. Number two. All right, guys, coming in at number two, this movie is now a decade old. But if you would have told me that Chris Pratt, the Star-Lord, is the one who killed Osama bin Laden, I would have totally said, no way. What a great story. Um, So the movie is Zero Dark Thirty, which is a military term for 30 minutes after midnight and also was used to describe the decade-long mission of capturing and killing Osama bin Laden. 91% Rotten Tomatoes, Coach Taylor, a.k.a. Kyle Chandler, Jessica Chastain, Joel Edgerton, Jason Clark. I can't believe this movie's a decade old now. I remember watching it. I think I waited till after theaters. I watched it at home, fell in love with it. It's been one of those for me that stood the test of time. Number two, Zero Dark Thirty. Great, great flick, Christian. That was the movie that, you know, I might have hyped up a little too much and then kind of got let down, but a really, really good movie. Yeah, I thought a little long, you know, and I I think uh, a lot of that backstory with Jessica Chastain and the CIA, you know, so the action at the end, I think, made it a a top five for me. But I I do agree. It was definitely a a lot of hype for a lot of the publicity it got, but rightfully so. I love the movie. It was it's not going to make my list, but it was awful, awful close. I think the movie's great. I actually like the backstory of of Chastain's character and. I mean, come on, listen, we all have an emotional connection with September 11th, man. And just that movie based on getting the bad guy, masterminding it was, was in my opinion, I was not let down, Colin. I'm actually surprised to hear that you were. I think, man, it just Coach Taylor being in it, I think I wanted a maybe a bigger role for him. I don't remember. You know, Did you think Matt Saracen was just going to come out of the tunnel or something? <laughs> maybe, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Riggins. Um, that's right. right, Riggins. Clear eyes, full heart, 30, dark zero. <laughs> Riggins, Riggins is in a new movie coming out. Is he in the new Thor movie? I can't remember. Riggins is Thor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he should be, really. Man, Riggins, what a what a dude. Riggins was in True Detective season two with Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Colin was like, oh. <laughs> and Rachel McAdams. I got to go. <laughs> All right. Number two for me, this was another movie that was very hyped up for me, and I thought it just absolutely crushed it, more than delivered. Saw this in Charlotte with Pod Fan, DT, Dustin Tompkins. I'm going the 2014 film American Sniper, Clint Eastwood directed. And this one, you know, obviously you focus on those themes I talked about, you know, duty, honor, courage, those type things multiple tours for Chris Kyle, who Bradley Cooper plays, $58 million budget that absolutely crushed it, $350 million uh, in the U.S. and Canada. A couple interesting facts here. You know, everybody, when when they saw the movie, talked about, you know, the physical change of Bradley Cooper. Um, He was eating about 6,000 calories a day, uh, said it was the equivalent of a meal every 55 minutes. 
uh, and working out four hours a day for several months leading up to that, put on 40 pounds for that role to play Chris Kyle. I think it's one of his best acting jobs uh, as an actor, but uh, at number two, American Sniper. Great flick, you know, definitely thought about putting it on my list. And I'm just surprised that he wasn't hung over the whole time. So props to Bradley Cooper <laughs> for that. Hey, listen, love the movie, Colin. That would have probably been number seven on my list, right behind Zero Dark Thirty, or maybe those two are interchangeable. But, hey, Kyle, uh, excuse me, Kristen, did you know this? I know you love your boy Jocko. Jocko was the commander of SEAL Team 3 that Chris Kyle was part of. On the movie or in real life? Real life. Wow. I mean, that, that guy's no joke, man. I'm not nope. messing with Jocko. Dude, no, you don't want to. Everybody knows he'll come after you. Everyone knows he's coming to dinner with you, Chip Gaines, and Dave Ramsey. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. The most interesting meal ever, right? Yeah. Made dinner. by Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> Who hates eggs. Yeah. So, so for me, number, number two, you know, Kevin nailed this one a minute ago, Saving Private Ryan. I mean, you can't get more of an emotional movie than that. You know, it puts you – the same place where those soldiers stood, bled, died, you know, and you feel all those emotions in the movie, which makes it so great. Uh, a couple of things that I did learn about the movie, Tom Hanks' character was uh, Harrison Ford was considered for it. Mel Gibson was considered for it. But I thought Hanks nailed it in that movie. And uh, one of the things that was interesting, I don't think this is super uncommon, but they did like a 10-day boot camp. And they, the directors said it wasn't so much to teach them about war, but he just wanted to feel the emotions and, and you know, get a sense for what that was like more than just the tactical, this is what you should do. And so uh, I think all that truly came out in the movie and it's, you know, one that just invokes a lot of patriotism for sure. Great pick. Let me ask you guys a question. If you had to recast today, a movie like Forrest Gump or Saving Private Ryan to replace Tom Hanks, because you need somebody who's his age now, is there anybody that you would put in that role that's worthy? You know, I'm kind of blanking on that question just because I don't feel like I'm in tune with all My the different, fellow. all the new actors out there right now. There's so many streaming movies. Zach Efron. That's your guy. That's your guy. <laughs> My guy, just for everything in general. But I mean, he could do it, right? He could, yeah, do he could it, but he's it. got the bod. Riggins. <laughs> Riggins. Oh, Riggins. There we go. Why not, baby? Cut the hair. You're good. Matt Saracen. There you go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coming in at number two for me, guys. Todd, your favorite movie, number two on my list. We've got Rocky number four. Golly, I just get so excited. I mean, I've seen that movie multiple times. Love the soundtrack. Obviously, it's just a tragedy, right, when Drago ends up killing Apollo Creed in the ring, right? Everybody's trying to stop the fight. Apollo's like, no, no, just let it keep going. He obviously dies. And just you know, Drago becomes just this hateable character. Obviously, a lot of Cold War themes going on. But then when Rocky goes to to fight him on Christmas Day in the Soviet Union, the crowd ends up turning on Drago, starts cheering for Rocky. I mean, I'm getting cold chills just talking about it right here. Absolutely love that movie. Screams patriotism. Rocky number four coming in at number two. Can I get an Adrian? Adrian. <laughs> she wasn't there, though. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, where are you? Little Marie, where are you? <laughs> uh, Victor Drago, where are you? Creed, 
Michael B. Jordan, where are you? <laughs> now I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger over here. <laughs> he morphed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kevin in the four hole, ladies and gentlemen. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Wow. Number one. All right. The impossible has become possible, Kevin. Every week you say it's impossible and we prove you wrong. I love this show because that's what we do here. We prove Kevin wrong. So coming in at number one for me, fellas, there is nothing more patriotic than your boy Maverick, your boy Goose, Val Kilmer, the Iceman. It's a must watch on the fourth, 357.3 mil. This is the 1986 original Top Gun, ladies and gentlemen. And I know, and I speak for Todd, when Tom Cruise is playing shirtless volleyball, nothing says America like that. You know, hanging with the boys. I mean, you heard it last week on the 80 soundtrack list, baby. It's Top Gun. Take my breath away. Meg Ryan's in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, Top Gun. Does it get better than that? Cue the music. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to Carowinds. Hey, listen. I feel like this may be an emotional pick just because the hey, you know the I haven't even seen the new ones. one, Todd. Hey, let's let's just throw throw this out here. Obviously, the opening scene of Top Gun is where it's at, right? You get you get that amazing score, and then it kicks right into Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins, and you get the you get the orange burn from the F-14s getting ready to take off from the aircraft carrier. If if it doesn't come out with that banging scene, is Top Gun even close to being as good as it is? I'm not sure that it is, man. I mean, that I don't just even gets know. Me, that gets I just, me that that right. That there, gets your juices gets, flowing. It gets your juices flowing, and so then you're locked in and ready to go. Number one for me, uh, it's a repeat, but it was clear from the moment we picked this topic. I was going the Patriot uh, at number one. Just love the movie. Um, Mel Gibson plays Benjamin Martin, uh, who really uh, is the protagonist. And then one of my villains, Colonel William Tavington, uh, is, is well, I think was number you know three or four on my villains list. Just love the movie, love the history, obviously. Love the, uh, the South Carolina theme in it. Great movie, The Patriot, number one. Oh, yeah. Great, great flick there. Great pick. Worthy of a number one. Was Mel Gibson your favorite character in that movie or... Yeah, you I say would say somebody so. else. Yeah. I would say so. The ghost. <laughs> Hatchet man. You talking about Heath? Oh, Hatchet man. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. So for me, number one, you know, uh, we've already talked about it a couple of different times, but Rocky Four. I mean, just so nostalgic for me. I could, I couldn't not put it number one. Interesting fact that I saw about this. So it grossed over three hundred million. For 24 years, it was the most successful sports movie. Wow. Anybody want to take a guess of what knocked it off? Remember the Titans. It was a football movie. Oh, Any Given Sunday. No. <laughs> Blindside. Blindside. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Sandy Bullock. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for me, Rocky Four, man, this is, this is like the most masculine story you're ever going to hear. I was in the movies with my sister. And the scene where Apollo died, man, that's the first time I remember being in a movie and crying when he died because it was such an emotional scene. But then you just, you know, it transforms and you see Rocky training in Russia. You know, he gets his revenge. Uh, It was just a phenomenal movie. And again, James Brown, like just so many things set that movie apart for me. 
Certainly worthy of number one. Great movie. Yeah, absolutely. I love when he knocked out Putin cold. (laughs) All right, so I texted texted Colin and Christian this today. I said, guys, my number one movie has already given me cold chills. And right as I was about to start speaking – I got cold chills about it again because I am that passionate about just this number one movie and the emotions that that come with it. So before I name it, here we go. I'm going to give you a, a famous line or speech coming from the movie. Here we go. My number one. <clears throat> great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, We stay with them, and we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. You were born to be hockey players, every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Herb Brooks, Kurt Russell, Miracle 2004, America defeats Russia 4-3. to Then they go on to defeat Finland 4-2 to to win the gold medal in the 1980 Lake Placid Winter Olympic Games. Miracle number one, USA, USA. USA. I knew that was coming. I knew it would be on your list, Kevin. And I'm going to say this. This is a history lesson for all you kids that were born like after 2000. We have hated Russia for years. This is not new. Okay. I know you just watch Stranger Things and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, the upside down Russia. No guys, it's been a long time. Right, Putin? Kevin, I forgot that was not the gold medal game. Yeah, semis, man. I did too. Hey, and just a couple weeks before that, Russia beat some 10 to 3. And... You know, just a couple of weeks later, man, they they obviously end up winning. But the crazy thing is, you know, they won so many. Um, I, I guess it was just like their divisional rounds before it got into the medal rounds or whatever you want to call it. And they were the underdogs in just about every single match that they were in. And they were just rattling them off, man. I think they tied at some point in time. Maybe they tied Sweden like two to two. But then they go and just start destroying everybody. But Obviously, the 
the greatest upset was against the Soviets. So I love that movie, man. I need to go back and watch it. I obviously watched a couple of YouTube clips today and it got me fired up, got the juices flowing a little bit, but got you ready for the Stanley cup, right? Hey, that's right. Tampa Bay going for three in a row. And my question oh, well, is, hey, by, the time this, by the time this thing airs, they, they may have won it. Who knows? Let me ask you, is it still on Disney plus or did it offend somebody? Do they have to move it? <laughs> I think it's all there, man. Okay. I'll go watch yeah. it again. I think it's on there. I was so confused. Hey. I thought that quote was from the Mighty Ducks. Oh, <laughs> I was Bombay. thinking it was either Bombay or. <laughs> hey, but obviously we wish everybody a very, very happy Independence Day, July 4th. Eat some hot dogs, have a homemade turn of ice cream, shoot some fireworks, whatever. Um, let's do a quick review, guys. Christian, you had National Treasure at number five, number four, Independence Day, number three, The Patriot, number two, Zero Dark Thirty, number one, Top Gun. Colleen, you had number five, Pearl Harbor, number four, Rocky Four, number three, Hacksaw Ridge, number two, American Sniper, and number one, The Patriot. Todd, you had Armageddon at five, Air Force One at number four, Forrest Gump at three, Saving Private Ryan at two, and then Rocky Four at one. And then I had Forrest Gump at five, National Treasure at four, Saving Private Ryan at three, Rocky Four at two, and Miracle at one. Guys, I mentioned Zero Dark Thirty and American Sniper probably being my, my cut list movies what were what were some of y'all's I, I really you know Sandlot's probably on my list you know just for the Americana vibes and the the night game but I feel like it's on every list that I have so I tried to leave it off <laughs> that's good I had I was flirting with a Marvel movie like a Captain America maybe the first one but I don't know I don't think it stands the test of time for me uh you know Air Force One 13 hours with John Krasinski I thought that was another good one there about Benghazi, uh, Shooter with Mark Wahlberg, and then um, also American Sniper was on the cutting room floor as well. For me, the cuts were Top Gun, Independence Day, and then Hidden Figures. You know, I love that movie, more, a more recent movie. Hasn't stood the test of time as much, but also proves that we've been hating the Soviets for a long, long time, <laughs> all the way back to the 60s. All right. Hey, guys, appreciate it, Todd. Thanks for coming on again, man. We certainly appreciate all our listeners out there. We can't wait to do it again next week as we bring our favorite 80s movies coming at you next week. But until then, say goodnight, Kevin. So listen, I know this isn't a Friday Night Lights podcast, but since we're on it, is it true that Buddy Garrity invented NIL? <laughs> the mastermind. Obviously. obviously. <laughs> and what a he was character. doing McDonald's bags for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. Long, long, long before the NIL was officially the NIL. That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat>